0: Hello, Top Fan Rivalry followers, and welcome to Friday morning. We made it through the week. We got new guests in the house. We've talked about their team just a little bit, but now we got new faces with new uh opinions. I'm looking forward to it. Uh they go by brewers, babes, but individually it's Lisa and Aaron. Good morning, ladies. How are you?
1: Good morning. Thank you for having us today. Feeling good.
0: Good. Good. I'm excited to have both of you on. This is going to be fun. So obviously I said what you go by. So that must mean you guys are Cardinals fans, right? (laughs) Oh, that's that's not (laughs) funny. (laughs) Starting there early on a Friday morning. Why not, right? Throw a couple of punches early. Uh, You guys are Brewers fans. So Lisa, I'll start with you. Where did that begin? Where did, where did you become a Brewers or how did you become a Brewers fan?
1: Well, you know, my very first memory is when I was about four years old, sitting at my great grandmother's kitchen table while she was peeling potatoes, listening to Bob Uecker, our Brewers announcer, on the radio. She did it every single game. We were at her house a lot. And so for most of my childhood, Bob Uecker's voice was kind of the Brewers to me. And listening to him meant that I was in one of my favorite places in the world with one of my favorite people in the world. And so I guess you could say I was kind of born into being a Brewers fan.
0: Do you listening to Harry Doyle? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I just watched that movie yesterday by the way. Aaron, where it's did it classic, start? It's a classic, classic. It is. Just a bit outside. Aaron, how did it start for you?
2: Um, so I started getting into baseball when I moved to Milwaukee from Kansas um in 2008 and at that time like consuming Brewers baseball was a really social experience. So it was sitting on the front porch on a summer night with friends and listening to Bob Uger on the radio, going to tailgate parties, buying the dollar tickets. Um, going to the sports bar and watching it with friends, and then in 2011 I actually moved to Seattle with my partner, and I was completely miserable. I was homesick, I was lonely, um, unemployed, and didn't didn't really have a friends, didn't have a job. And the thing that made me feel like I was still connected to my friends and to Milwaukee was watching the Brewers on TV, which I did every single day, and that was the perfect year to fall in love with with the team because they were so electric and there were so many great players. I mean, it was Ryan Braun, Prince Fielder, Carlos Gomez, Giovanni Gallardo, all these, all these awesome. Niger, fun Morgan. Players. Don't forget Niger Morgan. Niger Morgan. Yes. <laughs> um, and then they had that, that postseason run that was so exciting. And I just, I felt really connected to the team at that point. And then when our little Seattle experiment sort of failed, we moved back to Milwaukee and um, the following January. And so my devotion to the team and to the sport has just, it's continued to grow ever since then.
0: Love it. I, That's my favorite question to ask anybody anytime, because it always circles around family or friends, which mm-hmm. proves just in that question alone that America's favorite pastime truly is baseball. Like, you can't that's argue it when, I mean, Lisa, you talked about your grandmother. I, I mean, Aaron, you talked about your, um, you know, your devotion and feeling close to the game and friends and things like that. That's I just, I love that. That to me excites it you know makes it exciting for me um okay so lisa since i started with you aaron i'm going to start with you on this next question favorite player favorite player currently and favorite player of all time don't have to be brewers but you've got plenty to choose from
2: right true um so my favorite player of all time um was only a brewer for one year and that is andrew mccutcheon um I, I love him. Um, I've been a baseball fan, like I said, for just a little over a decade. And I, when I started really paying attention to the game was when he was early in his career. And with the Pirates being in the same division as the Brewers, I got to watch him play all the time. And, um, you know, he was a superstar player in his prime. You know, he was the Rookie of the Year in 2009 and MVP in 2013, five-time All-Star. He won a Roberto Clemente Award in 2015. And it's always been so fun to watch him play because he just he looks like he loves the game. He just looks like he's having fun and he's he's crushing it at the same time. And then you can tell he loves his teammates. You can tell he loves the fans and the city that he plays for. He's super respected as a leader by his teammates and by players all across the league. And the way his personality shines on and off the field and the way he connects with fans, he's candid, he's funny, he's accessible just like all of these amazing qualities wrapped into one player makes him really, really special to me. So I loved seeing him as a brewer. I loved watching him as a pirate. I'm happy that he got to go back there and hopefully we'll be playing there again next year. So Cutch is my, my all-time favorite.
0: Okay. All-time favorite and current favorite. It sounds like.
2: Right. Yeah. I would say, well, cause he's a current player, right? Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's let's, let's I, go with that. Listen, McCutcheon's to me represents like the play. McCutcheons, guys like Dustin Pedroia, these guys just put their jerseys on, get dirty, have fun, smile, interact with the fans. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about them in the media outside of the field. I mean, they're just good people all around, right? And I mean, it's not you don't hear about, oh, they got into a brawl or they did this mm-hmm. or they did that. So I've always I've always had a love hate relationship with Andrew McCutcheons. Because he seems to gear up when he's playing the Dodgers for some reason. <laughs> so I hate him when he's playing L.A. But everywhere else, I actually, I have had him on my fantasy team for years. Mm-hmm. I actually really like the dude, except for when he's either playing against L.A. at home or playing in L.A. Then I have to hate him. But it okay. like it's a love-hate thing, right? I mean, we all yeah. have that one player that just kills our team. Oh, yeah. And so I love that answer. That's great. What about you, Lisa? Current and um, current and uh, uh, all time. Now you can show off and you can use one player like Aaron did. I mean, she's like <laughs> hard hot. <laughs> right.
1: I, I think, you know, uh, like all time player, I think back to the players that I watched growing up, and for me that was probably Paul Molitor. Uh, Mm -hmm. so I, you know, I remember very vividly seeing number four at County Stadium when we would go to games. The first game I actually went to was the Brewers against the Twins. And then, uh, you know, Paul Molitor managed the Twins. And so it kind of came full circle. And I loved the Twins when he was managing them just because he was. So Mm -hmm. there's just something about, you know, the, the guy who's there when you're a kid who you are like, wow, that is really a, a cool thing to do is kind of The guy that i would look up to as my all-time favorite player like probably the person i'd be most excited to meet who's not a current player right now but my current favorite player right now is one of our all-star starting pitchers and that's freddie peralta um i i love freddie i love watching him on the mound he's got like this deceptively located fastball it's really beautiful he's got a very threatening slider so he's great to watch on the mound and not only because of his athleticism but because he's very attractive (laughs) so he's like he's just so bright you know he's so he's got such a wonderful smile he's got a great personality he goes out of his way to make fans smile um I, I love that about him because I think like you were saying one of the most beautiful parts of baseball is the interaction and like the connection that fans feel to players that Players feel the fans and each other. And he also he feels connections to other players too. He and our shortstop Willie Adamas are some of the best friends that uh, I've seen players be. They travel with each other in the offseason. They post pictures of each other on social media that it makes me really happy. Um, so yeah, Freddie Peralta is my absolute favorite player. Every, every season, Ian and I do a bracket where we choose our favorite brewer based on aesthetics and performance and personality and this year we opened it up to our followers and they chose Freddie Peralta to win it too it was really fun
0: so what you're saying is if you met Freddie like at a fan fest you wouldn't walk up to him and ask him to sign something you'd walk up to him and say hey how you doing
1: I, I have <laughs> met Freddie at a fan fest and I walked up to him and I said uh uh uh, uh, uh like <laughs> <There's>,
0: uh-uh. <laughs> Aaron you know you were thinking the same thing don't lie <laughs> okay,
2: oh, <yeah. laughs> so Freddie That's in our awesome. bracket, he he only beat Willie by by like one or two votes. Too. He said so it, it was very close. Willie adamas who who would, I would say is my favorite player on the on the Brewers team for sure. So and did again... Willie
0: ask for a recount or anything like that? <laughs> yeah, i for a recount. I want. Was there hanging Chads or anything? That like would have been I something. Want to, I want a recount. <laughs> <laughs> That's that awesome. Great. I you know, ladies, it's funny that you mention these players because. I respect those players that you had mentioned. In fact, when we're done and we're offline, I'll I'll tell you a story about Lisa, about your all-time favorite player. I was having lunch recently with somebody that played against him and he mentioned him. And so I'll tell you that that story later because that's not for online. Sorry, everybody (laughs) that's listening, you know, got to get on the show and then we'll tell you the story. But I love that. Okay, so let's switch gears for a second. So let's... Because both of you ladies sound like you've been to some ballparks or at least traveled a little bit. So let's switch gears. So we've talked about how you became Brewers fans. We talked about your favorite players. Lisa, why don't you start me off with the MLB parks that you've been to?
1: Let's see. I have been, besides Miller Park, which is now American Family Field, um, Camden Yards, Coors Field, where I got married at, um, Lone Depot in Miami, Miller Park, I already mentioned, Tropicana, (laughs) the Trop, um, Nat Park with Aaron. Um, also RFC where the Nats first played before they built Nationals Park. I've been to PNC, Wrigley, and Safeco in Seattle. Okay,
0: okay. so you've been around a little bit and and you've been to what was the park before uh Miller Park? Um,
1: uh, Lone Depot in no, Miami. No, no,
0: what no, in and uh, I'm drawing a blank before they built the stadium there in Milwaukee.
1: Oh, County Stadium.
0: Yeah, since you've yeah, been. I, at yeah, yeah,
1: I've been at County Stadium. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, I was drawing a blank there, and I <laughs> better than that, but it's early. Um, Aaron, where have you been?
2: Um, so I've been to 16 current ballparks. I haven't been to any of the former ones before they were torn down. So obviously, AmFam, um, where the Brewers play at Nats Park, those are my two main ones that I go to. Both the Chicago parks, Coffin Stadium, PNC Target, um, the one in Seattle, I think it was called. I don't remember what it was called when I was there, because it was so long ago. Um, San Francisco and Oakland. I've been to Philly, Baltimore, Fenway, um, Coors Field, Busch Field, and um, this past summer we went to Citi Field for the first time to go to a Mets game.
0: Nice, so, nice. Yeah. I'm okay. Trying to
2: check them all off.
0: Aaron, favorite ballpark, and then Lisa, favorite ballpark outside of of anywhere that the Brewers play. The whether it's County Stadium or or Miller Park or American, yeah. So anywhere outside there
2: um i'm gonna go with pnc park i think this is a, a big favorite for most people just because it's it's so beautiful this skyline view is really the best in the league um the backdrop is amazing and when you go on on like a summer night like the sunset reflecting off of the buildings it's just it feels like kind of magical to be there
0: beautiful what about you lisa
1: my favorite is so hard to choose because my criteria is so different. It's like for food, it'd probably be Seattle, but for the view, PNC. But I think I'm going to go with Coors Field just because I have a lot of great memories there. The sunsets are absolutely beautiful. Like you cannot beat them. And then the the venues outside of Coors Field are super fun, popping after a game, just like a great time, whether or not your team wins or loses there.
0: I like that. Okay, so top down, rivalry followers. I'm going to do something that I've done before, but normally what I do is I send people the questions ahead of time. So both Aaron and Lisa have had a little bit of chance to prepare, but now I'm going to flip that last question on his head. And so Aaron, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Assuming you had, and and Lisa, same question applies to you. Assuming you had June off, right? And you had money wasn't an issue, unlimited resource, and you could go to five ballparks you haven't been to yet. Where are you going to go? Lisa, this is unfair because you get to sit there and listen to her and go, "Oh, well, that's right. Maybe I'll go there. But where's your five ballparks that you you have not been to that you're going to go?
2: Ah, oh, That's a good question uh, because the two that were at the very top of my list that I hadn't been to were Fenway and um, um, I. they changed the name so often that I can't remember but the one in San Francisco. And then once I checked those two out, I was like, yeah, it's Oracle now. I think it was AT&T when I went. Um, yeah. If, if money is no option, then I'd want to go to Chase Field and sit in the pool suite. I mean, okay. if we're talking that kind of money, <laughs> <laughs> but um, money's no
0: option. So I, Chase. Uh,
2: yeah. And probably hit the rest of them in California. So I need to go to Dodger Stadium, um, go to San Diego. There's another one, right? And in um, Angel Stadium. So yeah. I'd probably do like a, yeah, like a Southwest tour. Get okay. the um, And then there's one more. So three, the three in California and Chase Field and then. There's not really any more over that way, but it doesn't matter. And then I go to Yankee Stadium. Why not?
0: Why not? Okay. Never been. Fair enough. Fair enough. Lisa, what about you?
1: I think the first place I'd want to go is Fenway. Okay. You know, most iconic. Definitely next on the list. I'd want to go to Toronto and watch the Blue Jays. I love the okay. Blue Jays. Um, I'd wanna go to Oracle Park. I'd wanna go to Oakland if it's next year. Like <laughs> go to an Oakland game while the A's are still in Oakland. Mm-hmm. Um, I would love to go to a Yankees game again, just like iconic want to go there. And then I would love to go to a Phillies game because I hear that the fans are actually really great in hey, Philly.
0: They're fantastic. Yeah. And, yes, I, and how... I don't care if people say, Oh, well they boot Santa Claus. Sure. They boot Santa Claus, but <laughs> from what I understand, Santa Claus actually showed up drunk. So that was a little different story. Um,
1: they also but... gave Trey Turner a standing O, you know, and like, turned his game around so yeah so we love that for them
0: if you're ever gonna go there you call me ahead of time I got some friends there that make it so much fun the Philly fans we went to two games we were only planning on going to one we ended up going to two games because they were so phenomenal they were so nice and so kind and Philadelphia is just a good place to watch a ball game so Aaron I yeah. think you said you've been to Citizens Bank yeah been
2: a couple of times i went this past summer i watched a really really good game there and everybody was very very nice it was a really good time i'll go again it's not far from me it's only like an hour and a half so
0: yeah yep 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 we're actually going to be out there this year as well so aaron in fact i think we're going down to dc too so i'll have to let you know ahead of time
2: cool Um, yeah do that love next park too it's a great
0: place that is awesome so those are good good ballparks um i would recommend uh I would recommend if you ever did the West Coast swing to do it kind of boom, boom, boom. So like my a couple of my nieces and nephews had never been to baseball games. So they asked me, you know, Uncle Bill, what do you want to do for like the family vacay this year? So I said, come on out. So the first night, it was a Thursday night. I took them to Dodger Stadium because Amber's a big Hello Kitty person. And they were giving the Hello Kitty bobblehead away. They were playing Oakland, so that wasn't exciting. Um, the next night, we went to Anaheim Stadium, and the next night, we went to Petco, and boom, boom, boom. It was pretty that's, awesome.
1: That's cool. So,
0: And you don't realize how close they really are, just like you don't realize how close Milwaukee is to Chicago. Sure. So, yeah. Okay, ladies, final question. 2024 is upon us. Um, what are we looking forward to most about 2024, Brewers baseball-wise? Lisa, tell me what we're looking forward to most in 2024.
1: I think the thing that is going to be most exciting about 2024 for the Brewers is the way that this year's freshmen, the rookies, take over and become the core of our team. They're just... They're incredible apart and they're even better when they're working together. You can tell they've really worked intentionally to build a rapport with each other outside of the clubhouse. The vets have really taken them under their wing and you can see like the mentorship from guys like Willie Adamas and Christian Yelich um, and like celebrating them as individual players. So I'm really, really looking forward to seeing guys like Sal Frelick, like Andre Monasterio, like Joey Weimer uh, really take command and become the core of our group next year.
0: like that what about you
1: yeah i definitely agree i think a lot of people could
2: say that there's not a lot to be excited about since we just lost Craig Council to the cubs and that was kind of devastating for a lot of us and (laughs) the fate of some of our star players like corbin burns are up in the air that stuff's going to heat up really soon um but i i gotta agree with lisa i think the thing that's that's we're going to be really excited about is um Um, well, Ricky weeks coming back in a brewer's uniform as associate manager. That's going to be cool. But, but also this whole class of Ricky of rookies, Rickies, (laughs) (laughs) we got Ricky, we got the rookies. Yeah. Like you said, Garrett Mitchell, you know, coming in and, um, and then we've just extended, um, Jackson trio who hasn't even played an MLB game yet, but excited to see how these guys are going to grow and mature, um, you know, as players all season. I think we have a, a really good core of new guys and it's just going to be fun to watch what they can do and what they what they grow into.
0: So from an outsider's perspective that knows very little about the National League Central, but a baseball purist, I look at your division as very winnable because there's not, you're not facing a team like the Astros that, or the, I mean, even the Dodgers or Padres that are stacked, right? You've got the the shot to do it. I love your signing of your manager. I love Ricky Weeks coming back. When both of those things happen, I thought, okay, Milwaukee's showing up. And the fact that Cody Bellinger is not going to be a Cub and the Cubs are going to have a little bit of a hole there changes the dynamic. And um, it's good for baseball. You know, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, the Brewers weren't awesome. And But when they started to become awesome, it's also good for that division to have the Cardinals, Brewers, and Cubs all good, you know, fighting it out, right? Because it's not fun if you're winning the division by 15 games on August 1st, right? Right. Of course, it's not good for your heart if you're up by half a game (laughs) with six games left. (laughs) Yeah,
1: Yeah, the end of September was some of the best. I mean, it's always some of the best baseball that we see all year. You know, yeah. just like that race to the finish line, especially in the NL Central, like you said, which is always competitive, like three or four different teams competing makes it's it's such a fun September.
0: Yeah, yeah. no, I, I've enjoyed I've driven by the stadium. I have not been in. Um, I It's on the, the list to do, but I'm excited for your team this year. Again, we I just did a podcast um, not too long ago where I had four guys on it and we were Three other guys and myself, and we were talking about managerial moves. And I said that your managerial move with Murphy is a great move because he knows the system, and all he's going to do is make you guys better. It's all he's going to do, and so, and you get a chance to move Craig Council. So win win, win win. Ladies, thank Aww. you so much for spending your Friday uh, morning with us. Uh, Could one of you please tell everybody where we could find your podcast and what you go by on your social media handles so everybody knows? We're going to also publish it um, on Instagram um, and on our social medias uh, this morning. But if you could just tell us where to find you guys so that we can listen to your stuff, that'd be great. Yeah.
1: Absolutely, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on pretty much wherever you get your podcasts. And we are also pretty active on social media. We're on Twitter at BrewersBabes, and we're on Instagram at Brewers underscore Babes.
0: Okay, and you're you're on Spotify uh, currently, correct? Yes. Under BrewersBabes.
1: BrewersBabes.
0: Okay, I'm going to follow you, or I'm going to subscribe to you right now.
1: Oh, we also just started a YouTube channel, actually, now that I think about it. We just did our very first video episode where we rated each City Connect jersey.
0: Uh. So because
1: that's so visual and we were talking about all the different aspects of it, we posted it on YouTube. So you can also find us on YouTube. It's at Brewers Babes.
0: Okay. all. I just started following them on Spotify because that's where I get my stuff. So make sure that you're doing that. Um. I've enjoyed talking to them before this. They're fantastic. They reached once I reached out to them, they reached back out to me. They were very flexible with their time. I appreciate that, ladies. Stick around for a second, but for those of you Top Fan Rivalry followers, please make sure you're following these gals, subscribing to their YouTube page. Um, do whatever you can. They have a great show. Enjoy it. Um, anybody that can talk about City Connect jerseys and make that a show is pretty awesome. So (laughs) ladies, thank you for spending your Friday morning with us and we'll hope to have you on again soon.
2: Thank you so much for having us. Thanks.